Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Proverbs 1-3. Let's consider our phrase for our theme there. Let's read it together. One go to the whole church to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity. I'm speaking to you about the instruction of wisdom, part three. Please take your seat. There is something called the instruction of wisdom. Wisdom instructs us to live our lives in a certain way and on a certain level. When wisdom drives your life, your standard of living spiritually and physically will be very high. When any other thing is what is driving you, you are in for a lot of accidents. Because wisdom is profitable to direct. And so when wisdom is instructing you, you are very, very sure that your decisions, your actions, and your results are going to be the ones that the Lord himself has designed for you. So there is something as the instruction of wisdom. I believe that we need to teach a lot about the instruction of wisdom. There are other things there, actually. If you put a scripture there, it talks about the instruction of justice. That one has been, I mean, not just in the Bible, but even in the state level, it has been documented. Instruction of justice. We, we know the legal system. Then the instruction of judgment. Are you here? Instruction of judgment. Then the instruction of equity. Yeah. All these ones are things that naturally we like to talk about in academia, in policy, in governance, justice, judgment, equity. Big deal, big issues. But when it comes to the instruction of wisdom, you see that that one is out of the realm of men. It will take you to be in the presence of the Lord to receive such a tuition from the Holy Spirit himself through the word of God. The instruction of wisdom. Concerning marriage, ministry, money, market, (laughs) instruction of wisdom. That we'll be able to number our days, live long and live profitably. Some people live long, but it's a wasteful living. But when you have the instruction of wisdom, you see that your life is full of mean share. There's some mean share in your life. There's some substance. 
Something great comes out of your life. And so we learned that wisdom instructs us to deal wisely on a daily basis, regular basis, all the time. But in this service, I just want us to just look at a few scriptures about why you and I need to take the instruction of wisdom. Why must we take the instruction of wisdom? Why is it necessary? It's necessary because you and I, we have the capacity to apply wisdom to our lives. It is necessary because what? You and I have the capacity to apply wisdom to our lives. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 10. In Proverbs 17 verse 10, it says that a reproof entered more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. As a wise man has the capacity to receive reproof. And that word enter it is the key word there. That the reproof is able to bring transformation. Reformation. You know, a reproof is a verbal caning. And he's saying that that one, when you are dealing with a wise person, it makes more impactful changes in someone who has accepted the capacity of wisdom than somebody who is a fool receiving physical canes. It will shout that person is a fool. We must use it for a fool. Yes. Because an animal receives canes and forgets that after a while, it forgets that it's painful. That a fool will receive the canes and it doesn't change the fool. I remember when I was in primary school, we used to have this guy. His father used to have a cornmeal. So he was, the guy was a dumb head. Um, he was ahead of me. We came to meet him. Very good footballer. We came to meet him. I was living in an area with him. I passed him. We continued. So it got to a time they were not repeating him again. They were just moving him on. Now, in, in my primary school, when you came in late, you received lashes. And we were running a shift system. So, in the morning, he would come late. Because, I think the people who bring their corn at dawn, he would be milling the corn. So, and you know, where he was living, and where our school was, it's just about 10 minutes walk. But he would still come late. And his late was reinforced even in the fact that his body had adjusted to canes. Yes. So, the, the, the hardest hitter was caning this guy and this guy would not move. So, when he comes, he's looking for the teacher. He never came early. Whether we are morning session, afternoon session, he's ready for the kings. 
But it's not going to change. That's what the Bible is saying here. That a fool will receive physical canes, but it doesn't enter the person. The, the changes that the canes are supposed to bring. It, the person, it doesn't change the person. But when you are dealing with a wise person, a reproof, if you like, a correction, will bring so much changes to the life of the person because that person has a wise heart and therefore the reproof enters the person. Tell somebody, you have the capacity to walk in wisdom. One more time, one more time. Tell them that the mistakes you have been making and fatal because you have the capacity to walk in wisdom. That's why everything God is teaching us here right now, from the first week of July, I've been teaching on wisdom. And every service, maybe apart from Saturdays, has been wisdom. Nothing has moved. And God has been saying a lot to us. Why? Because he knows that we have the capacity to manifest the transformation or the reformation that he is seeking to bring in our lives. And you and I must embrace this capacity that, look, God in redemption has given me what it takes for things that are wise to enter me and bring me changes. Are you here? Yes. So, we have the capacity for this. It's so powerful. In Hosea, chapter number 14, Hosea, it's a nice scripture there. So you see that this message on wisdom is not another sermon. The thing is supposed to enter you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Tell somebody it's supposed to enter you. And bring transformation to your heart. And to how you operate. There must be transformation. Hosea 14, 8 and 9. Hosea 14, 8 and 9. He said, because we have the capacity for wisdom, he says that Ephraim shall say, what have I to do anymore with idols? I have heard him and observed him. I am like a green fair tree. From me is thy fruit what found. He said, what have I? Why should I continue to deal with idols? Then in the verse 9, watch what the Bible is saying. He said, who is wise? And he shall understand these things. Prudent, and he shall know them. For the ways of the Lord are what? Right. And the just shall walk in them. But the transgressor shall fall therein. Who is wise? He shall understand these things. You have the capacity. You must understand these things. You have a capacity for wisdom. Who is wise? The Bible is telling us, uh, let the wise people own up. And let the fools hide. But if you are wise, show up. Your transformation based on the messages you are hearing is going to give God an impression. Whether you are raise your hand as a wise child or you are maintaining your old self. 
Who is wise? And it's a question that we should be asking in this church. If you are wise, you will understand these things. That's a, the wise heart gives you the capacity to understand things. <laughs> understand things. He said, I sought diligently to know the reason behind occurrences of things. The wise heart gives you that capacity. You see that you understand why I have to come to church early for praise and adoration. You understand why we have to come early to set up the house of our father before the service begins. You understand why on a service day you don't have to allow somebody to over engage you because you have work to do for the Lord. You understand why when you are in a certain age you can't keep playing. You can't keep buying because a friend is buying. You should understand. Yes, you should understand. That four or five weeks, you know, it's okay. Because there are important, you have not bought a land yet. All your land is on your head. You should understand. You have built a fortress on your bald head. But you should understand that weak is of no value if some things are not already on ground. Is God talking to somebody here at all? Somebody doesn't understand because he doesn't have a wise heart. If you are wise, who is wise? You should understand what we are talking about. That by now, you should be owning a land. By now, you should be preparing to marry, brother. By now, sister, you should be, you should be ready for the takeoff. He said that, the, look at the scripture. He said that, the prudent, <laughs> he said, prudent, and he shall know that. The prudent also knows that if you are prudent, it's not like we won't push the matter. You will just know. Praise the Lord. You will just what? You know what the Bible is saying with the scripture. He's saying that the instruction of wisdom it's supposed to bring you to a point where you don't take anything on a face value. You should understand. You should know. People are not people. Things are not things. Are you here? People are not people. Things are not things. When you see, you should know. When, when people appear, you should know. When they turn in a certain angle, you should know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, a doctor who is a real doctor, he sees somebody's eyes. He will know some few things to think about. Is that not so? Yeah. But if you are a doctor who is not diligent, you see that the things that you are supposed to know, you don't get to know because you are not wise. All you are doing is, you have been doing abortions. Ah, you have become an abortion doctor. So, even though you are a general practitioner, you are not able to diagnose people just by looking at them. Because all you are looking for is somebody to come there with some unwanted pregnancy for you to abort. So, you have, you have forgotten about everything they taught you in medical school, including the ones you are supposed to be learning on the job. So, you are 10 years on the job, but your brain is like 6 months. And that's why you handle a patient, the patient dies of 
a particular sickness and you diagnose them of something else. And when they just do the postmortem, they, they, the, the pathologist will be asking, which doctor handled this one? Because it's so glaring that you should have known that this is jaundice. You should have known. Are you here at all? Because, because you're, you're, you are no longer operating with wisdom. So you don't know things you are supposed to know. Please ask somebody, why is it that you don't know and understand the things you should know and understand? Receive wisdom in Jesus' name. Tell somebody, own up. And tell somebody, be wise, don't be foolish. Praise the Lord. (laughs) You should own up. We should own up. If you are wise, own up. Start owning up. Don't wait next two years. So you have the capacity to walk in wisdom. Right now, now, husband, you have been making mistakes. Every time your wife is rebuking you, Abba, Abba, own up. You know, there are some little, little mistakes you are not supposed to make. You know, sometimes when you make a big mistake, everyone knows that, Charlie, it was a big mistake. Charlie, little, little mistakes. Charlie, little, little mistakes. Flirting with some small gabby in some corner. I mean, this is totally avoidable. Totally what? When they catch you now, you see that your face has become all like how? Own up. I'm a wise man. I don't do this. Finish. I don't do this. This is my level. This is my class in wisdom. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't swim in this kind of thing. Praise the Lord. Own up. You're a woman. Just own up. I'm a wise woman. Deal with me based on what? Wisdom. If I make a mistake, it's a genuine mistake. I said, my economics teacher, he told me, I said, it's a genuine mistake. But it's not like you're every day, you are, your bogus mind is bringing you some shame. Because you have not owned up as a wise person. There is on more time. More time. That's how he is. That's how she is. Nah. If you're a child of God, that, that kind of categorization is no good on you. Are you here? The, the song says, Your goodness, what? Looks good on what? On me. Your God's wisdom looks good on you. Foolishness does not look good on you. You, you need to own up. Can you please tell somebody that in case you have not owned up to wisdom. Let us know you for wisdom. Yeah, we may not know you for money, but we should know you for wisdom. When you have the wisdom, the substance will come. Praise the Lord. There are some things when you do and people hear, or you yourself, when you know you have done this thing, you are going and you are doing like the kite. See my foolishness. See my foolishness. We need to own up. So one of the instructions of wisdom is for us to deal wisely. And that's what I'm dwelling on all, you know, in, in, in these three parts. That you must be, your dealings must be driven by wisdom. 
Proverbs 21 verse 12. Proverbs 21 verse 12. And I want us to read it together. Shall we? One, go. The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked. But God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. Shall we read it again? The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked. But God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. The scripture we just read means that the righteous man, who is the wise man, doesn't take things on a face value. That is why the Bible is using the word he considered wisely. Okay, the righteous man wisely considered the house of the wicked. That even though the house is standing, God has already overthrown it. That is, there is nothing about the wicked that there is beautiful in the eyes of the wise man. To envy. To desire. Because by their deep consideration, they know that God has already overthrown them. Are you here at all? So you see that the wise man thinks very deep. Doesn't take anything on a face value. They can be celebrating. Housewarming is on social media. Celebrities are there breaking their inside, drinking wine, and doing whatever. But the wise man considered wisely that all these ones they are fefezi. When the demons start chasing them, it will not be party again. So the wise man's heart doesn't begin to. Um, fret and, and envy after the wicked man. The, the, the house of the wicked man is looking like the children have this, they have that, they have that, they have whatever. The house of the wicked man is the sum total worth of the wicked man. Whatever makes them look very nice on the outside, but the wise heart has given the wise man the capacity to consider beyond the face value. That even though everybody is clapping, I have seen God overthrow this thing. So you see that with that kind of wisdom, you are able to order your steps wisely. So that you don't, you don't make the wicked man your friend. Are you here? Yeah. The wicked man doesn't become your friend because you know that he is overthrown. The wicked woman doesn't become your mentor. Because you have seen that this is what the Bible has said. They would just wither like grass. Do you understand? So when you have this wisdom and you are dealing wisely, you see that there are some things, even though they look like you must pursue, you don't pursue. Because you know that they are just for the short haul. They are not there for the long haul. They are not permanent. They are temporal. So other people may be pursuing it, but you know that as he's standing, there is already a goner. Because by the consideration of wisdom, you have seen deeper than the rest of the people are, are, are looking at it. You understand? 
And I said, that's on business. You don't enter. Because your wise heart will be able to assess, appraise the business deeper than other people are. Somebody will say, some people are just going into a business. They are just looking at what's the profit margin? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? But there are other encumbrances that you should know to do proper due diligence before you enter. Whoever may be telling you they are profit margin, maybe they may not be operating in level one. Maybe they are in some serious economies of scale. And maybe they are at level five. And they are telling you they are profit margin from level five. And you too, you are going with that expectation. You are just going to blow yourself away because the level one has its own challenges. It has its own limitations, its own confrontations. Are you here at all? Even to assess the market at level one. You need to do proper due diligence. You just says, enter. Okay, what's the profit margin? No. What's the market saying? Consider it. Wisely what? Look at the scripture again so that you can say I put it in the Bible. The righteous man wisely consider it. Wisely consider. It gives a consideration. A deeper look at the matter. Puts it. It's a forensic examination of the whole matter to see the length and breadth, height and depth of the whole matter before they come to a conclusion of the matter. Whether to enter or not to enter. But a fool will just follow and then go and get overthrown like Lot. Following. Because he has seen green grass near um, Sodom and Gomorrah. He's just going there, leaving Abraham. He's a fool. He's a fool. Yeah. So you see that the wise man does not deal with mirage. He sees this, he says it's a mirage. The foolish heart sees the mirage. He says, it's raining. It's raining. Let's enter. Just enters Matapai. Hey. No knowing there is an overthrow. Looming there's an overthrow. Hey. Some people are not minding me, but I'm still here. <laughs> Ask somebody, <laughs> do you take things on a face value? Or you are going to go deeper. The instruction of wisdom is telling you that you need to deal wisely. And one, one of the ways is that you must get deeper. Please, don't let, don't let it look that difficult and tedious for you to go deeper into things. Sometimes when you are asking questions, people will say, but don't you have faith? That's foolishness. Faith asks questions. How do you think we know all we know about faith in the Bible? There were questions people ask. So because you have faith, you shouldn't ask questions. You should just take it, hook eye, and sink. If you ask questions like, why why don't you trust me? (laughs) Why don't you believe? Are you afraid? All of the above plus more. Because your life is on the line. Praise the Lord. Your life is on the line. 
There's a reason why some people who have what I call virgin heart. It's a heart that is an innocent heart. It's a very open heart. Loves the Lord without looking back. It's a loyalty to to the point where sometimes to a fault. So, because they are that loyal they, and they are that, you know, virgin in heart. They don't think that the person they are dealing with can ever do them harm or be used by the devil to harm them. Typical example. It's so easy for pastors you trust to sleep with you. Yes. How many ladies will be able to say no to their pastor? It's a major question. But you have to consider it deeply. Are you here at all? Yeah. Because in your mind, pastor knows everything that is right and that is wrong. If he's asking me for this, possibly it's not wrong. But that's how the virgin heart works. That's the kind of heart that will, that will take you into the pit because the wisdom God has given is beyond whatever negativity or that pastor at that moment of his weakness may be asking you, that wisdom must stand up and say, nah. Pastor, this one is not in John 3.16. It's not in John 3.16. Are you here? Yeah. So your wisdom can save the person who is tempted. Is God talking to somebody here? Yes. Your wisdom. So many ladies cannot say no. (laughs) To a sexual advancement from a pastor. Charlie, it's a major matter. I'm telling you today, receive wisdom to say no. Shout a better amen. Receive it better and boy in Jesus' name. Yes. I know somebody, you see, sometimes some medical doctors can lie to you. Yeah. This, this pain you have here, look, you have it here because you are not having sex. If I sleep with you, you'll be fine. Yes. It's a common something. It's foolishness. Sex with a doctor who is not your spouse is never part of the treatment. Is he taught in the medical school? Doctor and trade, you talk to me. Eh? Or when your stomach is paining, you tell your patient to fire you. But when you are a vulnerable, the word is gullible. When you are a gullible patient, you can fall to that kind of a, of a, you know, of a scheme. Same way many people fall to their boss, to this, to people they trust here and there because they don't consider beyond the face value. Why is the person pursuing you that pers- with all their money? With all the women around, why is he pursuing you that he wants to sleep with you and you are not a wife? You should be asking that question. Are you using the sex for a ritual? What is special about me? 
There's nothing special about me as far as I'm concerned. But possibly they have seen something spiritually that they want to exchange with that sex. Don't be stupid thinking that, oh, me who of who means so that. Whoa! When you move to Sakako, and with that, you know, with that, some people now when somebody says, hey, you're very pretty. <laughs> Please, they won't say it with their mouth by by their reaction. They say, Please say it again. Man. Face value. Receive wisdom to go deeper. That amen should be, should be receive it all. <laughs> Ministry is way, way deeper than standing here to preach. Way, way deeper. Way, way, way deeper. Zagwala garezo pradishka. Zekwalesh tekele marastolaka. Ministering in the prophetic office is way, way deeper than seeing visions and receiving word of knowledge here and there and discerning spirit in the atmosphere. Way, way deeper than that. Way, way deeper. So if you just take it on a face value, you are going to miss it. And the wisdom helps you not to take it on the faith. That's dealing what wisely. Wisely. Ask questions. Ask questions. Let your question be tactful. Where it has to be straightforward. You know, the, the last Sunday I was just telling you about the fact that Pharaoh said, let's deal wisely with them. And the word there, wisely with them is tact. Praise the Lord. It's to be shrewd. Are you here at all? It's, it's, it, there are things you have to quench on your level of assertiveness. It's a, sometimes it's good that we teach you that No. But some other times you observe. And you let their talk pass, 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 pass. By the time they say four lines, it will be clear for you. You don't use, so it, it, that's the wisdom, that's the tact. So to tell yourself that me, I am assertive, is a sign of foolishness. Because it, it, it is not something that will work as a linear something. You need to have this tactfulness that even in your assertiveness, you know that it's not everywhere that you talk. It's God talking to somebody because sometimes you say you go ahead of yourself and you will miss an opportunity to with a delayed button you would have gotten a better uh, resource to be able to handle the matter but because you have told yourself maybe I'm assertive one two pearl one two pearl one two pearl one two some people still don't understand assertiveness brother I'll explain it to you. Some of the things you need to, you need to have soft end to be able to navigate your way out of it. It's not everything you confront like head on. Yeah. Because you are just a tickle head. 
And sometimes something will show you a tickle head, but it has an articulator bucket. So your mind is telling you that tickle and tickle have met. Not knowing that something bigger is behind them. So you, you jam them on a full speed. Then you realize that you know, you have more and more like milk a chance. Because it is not everything you see on your eyes. That gives you the true value of what they contain. It's not everybody you take your bachi bachi there. When you do, I will tell you. No, it's not everybody you tell. Just watch it. Tell somebody, watch it. I can't hear you. Tell somebody, watch it, watch it. I don't know if this message is it blessing somebody. I can't, I can't tell. Is it blessing somebody? I'm not, I'm not hearing it. Is it are you sure it's blessing somebody? Wise dealings. Very powerful. One, one last thing I would like us to consider is First Samuel eighteen fourteen. Oh, let's just consider some few th- two things. First Samuel eighteen fourteen it says that and David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. He behaved himself. Wisely in all his ways, say all his ways, he behaved himself wisely. Yeah, tell somebody that it is possible for you here to have a perfect behavior in all your ways. Yes, wisdom reduces the margin of error. David was under pressure in Saul's government. But he behaved himself wisely. Saul wanted him to make mistakes. David, mm -mm, on ground, consistent, reliable, dependable, guy is unchangeable. He behaved himself wisely in all his ways. Some people are well behaved. And that that which gives them that ability to behave in all things is called wisdom. It's called what? Wisdom. Wisdom. It's a wise dealing. That makes him to behave himself wisely in all his ways. Yes. You are doing a business with somebody. Something didn't go well. The money came into your hand. You were angry. You said, I won't give you the money back. After you cooled down and your wise heart came up. Your wise heart was telling you that, look, to be fair, no. The person didn't speak well, but you two didn't do the work well. So you should sit down. The speaking well was not part of the pay. It is the job you were supposed to do that you were going to get paid for. So what is the meaning of he didn't speak well? I want to ask. So because he didn't speak well, that's why you didn't do a good job and you are collected the money. 
in your own wisdom, did you think you have done work that befit that kind of money you have collected? And sometimes, eh, wise dealings must instruct you to lose to win. Sometimes you have to lose honorably so that you win. It's a hard way. Go and think about it. That you are there, I say, I think that I didn't do it exactly as you instructed me to do it, but I have spent. So please, can we talk about it? Don't use in your dim by heart to try to bully your way through in the market and all of that because I'm telling you some people they are a world of opportunity and even if you don't want to deal with them you are dealing with so many other people you will never know you are dealing with yes and it is never too late even if it is two years you should be able to go back and say that I think I didn't treat you well let's talk about this matter and we will talk about it don't use any adim for everything. No. You need wisdom. Are you here? Yes. Come on now. Are you sure you are here? Yes, <laughs> hey. He behaved himself wisely. Yeah. Sometimes you see that you have behaved yourself, but it's not wise behavior. So you didn't handle the matter well. That's why your wife left you. That's why your husband left you. That's why your friend left you. You didn't behave yourself well. Your wisdom was low. In all his ways. That is the that is the thing you should take. That in all my ways, God has, and the Lord was with him. Is God with you? Yes, Please talk to, why are you not talking? I'm asking you a question, a very simple question. Is God with you? Yes. Are you a child of God? Yes. Is David more than you? If David behaved himself wisely in all his ways because God was with him and God is with you, is it possible for you to behave yourself wisely in all your ways or not? It's possible. It's possible. But this, this scripture tells you that God is interested in working with wise people. Who handle things, all things, with wisdom driving them. What is driving them? Wisdom. Look at verse 5. This is verse 14. Look at verse 5. Beautiful verse. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people. And also in the sight of Saul's servant. The most wanted man in the kingdom, David. The king was after him. But wherever he sent him, he went. 
And when he went, he never castigated the king. He never did anything accusing. He behaved himself wisely on errands. He was behaving himself. Don't grow to that level where you become familiar with your boss, your superior, and you now, because you go for lunch together, you have an opportunity to say, sir, you are saying, kafwi. Look, if saying the sir will make your brain work, keep saying the sir. Because sometimes when people even tell you, um, address me with my first name, Oya, start running. Start what? Yes, start running. It's a trap. Yeah, well, once you start saying, um, Godwin, 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 the thing is becoming level play. At least in this Africa. We, you check the Casanova people. Casanova boss, you say MD. You say, I don't feel comfortable calling me MD. Call me Godwin. It's a sign, sister. You are on the radar. You are on the like Matthew like this. Matthew, what's your what's your portfolio in ADB? Head of research. Head of research, you, you are going there. He said, um, I'm looking for Mr. Matthew Yankee. He said, Hello, good afternoon, Mr. Yankee. He said, Don't call me that. Call me Matthew. Be careful. Be what? Be careful. He said, call me by first name, call them sir. If it's a woman, Madam Sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one is slippery ground. They are putting okra there for you. If it's abroad, it's the culture. But here, here, here where with the chop chief tansy. He said, you call me, no, be, think twice. It's not in your good interest to be addressed because he, he, he privately has agreed with you that call me Matt. Yeah. But when all the, the MD comes and all the other managers are there and then you just go, they are sitting there, you go and say, Matt. That's how you lose your promotion. They don't know the agreement in privacy. Oh. Who is this guy that is calling this manager Mato? Is this how they are doing this thing here? And maybe the MD is one chief. One chief in one village like that. Believes in Penny the Penny. Well, Colano Befrao manager Matt, no. A DNC and Tia and a manager your friend Matt. Matt is our young partner, and Matthew no more trying to show to say, at the end of all parts, and now at the end of all, at the end of money, and I ain't here. I could not get what to be flipping, Matt. See that the matter has become something else. Whether soever they sent me, he behaved himself. Wherever it is possible for you to do it, wherever. In the market, in the church, in your home, wherever you go, it's possible to behave wisely. Are you here at all? In the midst of your friends who are sinners, in the office, is still wherever. You can still be different because of wisdom. Wise dealings, because of wisdom, you can handle wicked people safely without any scratch on your body. Is God talking to somebody here? 
you, you come to church alone is when your proper behavior comes. Everywhere. Everywhere. Praise the Lord. I see you behaving wise everywhere you go. And when you do that, what, what are the benefits? Look at the scripture. It says that, and David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. And Saul, this same Saul, who was very jealous about David because he behaved himself wisely, he set him over the man of war. He set him over his army. And because he behaved himself wisely, the Bible said he was accepted. Are you here? This thing is too powerful. The real anointing is the wisdom. For you to be set over warring men, fighting men, dangerous men, aggressive men, violent people, men of substance, what is required is not tongue speaking. Is that what? Yes. The tongues here, it must be your default operation. What is required is wisdom. And not just wisdom. Wisdom in motion. Wisdom in practice. He behaved himself wisely. That's it. The guy was wise in behavior. Not wise in the head. Not wise in the pocket. Some people, their wisdom is in their pocket. They remove it occasionally. This one was every day. It was on the move. Hey. Next week, there is... A seminar you are attending with your boss. And there is a lunch, which is a buffet. And you'll be sitting around the table with your boss and some foreign dignitaries or some high-powered people. But you know that you don't know how to use the cutlery set well. You are going to misbehave. By the time we know, you are going to throw sauce on somebody's white shirt. If I were you, I would see some people here. That, look, next week, you know, I have a gig. Semenshia is here. Justicia is here. So these people have worked in the hotel all their lives. This, this one, mother, cook food all the time. Many people, just look at the face. They can show you how to use the knife and the fork and roll the apron and just sit there like you were born in a palace. Not because some of you, your real spoon is your fingers. But then you know that you, you, you are going to find it difficult. Then why have a good boss in any Then one said, before you have one week, three days, even if it is few hours. Boss, I didn't know you And it's like. I'm only used to flesh and blood. So how do they hold? They don't go and go and hold this fork in your right hand. You don't know whether knife left. You, you just, even the way you hold it can just spoil the whole table. 
It's about the whole table. And they'll be asking, who brought this foolish person here? By the time you know, no. The business person that wants to discuss business with your boss, and he sees that uh, by your boss, too, he doesn't have class cry. Even the person, even the executive secretary, no. She send you the, she she send you the, way way you didn't your business, obey ye. And you are no cry on hoodie. Hey, we have plenty things to learn, no. Oh yes, do you know that there was a parable in the Bible? When Jesus said they should go and call people and bring. But some people were rejected at the gate because they were not dressed well. They were not dressed well. That's for the door. Their God has opened. He said everything is ready. But your ill behavior, your unwise behavior can just stop you at a door that God has opened for you. Saul hated David, but he had no choice than to put him over his warring men. Because, you see, that is, it doesn't matter the confirmation of hatred your boss or whoever has in their heart for you. They must also know your capacity of wisdom. Yes, when your capacity of wisdom is evident, an adversary can promote you. Yes. An opponent can market you. I'm, I'm feeling this in already. <laughs> I mean, this is too powerful. May wisdom enter your heart in the name of Jesus. So you'll be there. Yes, yeah, bar. Sorry, 30 minutes before that. And I'm saying, Hey. Praise the Lord. I'm feeling it. Are you here? Yeah. Who is getting blessed? This message. I, I want to know whether I'm wasting time. Or it's, it's the real thing I should be preaching. He set him over the warring men. And look at the reaction. Ah, wise dealings. His dealings were so... He didn't have military training. But they were willing. The Bible said, And he was accepted in the sight of all the people. Acceptance. Acceptance, yeah. It's not by dressing and painting. Whether you are a man or a woman. No. People will be watching you. People are always watching you. Every step you are taking. As you are going and coming. They are watching. Going and coming. And they are asking. People are always asking. Who is he? Is he real? He looks too real. Is he fake? He'll be asking. He'll be asking. Are you here? He'll be asking. Before people accept you, they must confirm your level of wisdom or else you present a threat to them in their private space. May you never be a threat to anybody. Wisdom. Wisdom. He was accepted by all people. All. All people. And also in the sight of Saul's servant. The people that Saul used to tell him, I hate this guy. With all the information of hatred, they still accepted him. Because 
He was what? Wise. He was what? May you be wise in Jesus name. May you deal wisely in all your doings. It doesn't matter the gossip partners who gang up against you. When your wisdom is evident, they are still on your side. They will gossip, but they will still be on your side. Yeah, I'm telling you, some of the men who want to sleep with you that you are saying no, they are on your side. It's just a trick. They just want to see whether you say no for the next one year. Yes, but they are really on your side. In fact, they will be very, very disappointed if you say yes in the middle of the road. After saying no for six months, they will be very disappointed if you say yes because they have already started secretly bragging about you to some people. That this girl has said no and the no has been no. I gave her a house. I collected the house. She has said, still said no and she was giving me the key laughing. There's a sister like that in this church. I like her but the man came to face me. Yeah. He said, I would take everything I gave to her. The house, the, the, everything in that room I bought from abroad for her. All her dresses, what she's wearing is the only thing she will go with. The man, he was bold to come and face me. So he said, Pastor, so talk to her. <laughs> A married man, oh. And I know the wife too. I said, Pastor, so talk to her. And the earlier she changes her mind, the better for her because I'm going to do this thing. And the sister comes from a very poor home. Has dated this man for years. And is a man that brought her to church. The sister, the sister, oh God, the sister is blessed. I'm saying, I'm telling you, this is says what? Yeah. The sister is in the church. The man angrily left the church. Because the sister said, ah, I can't hear what I'm hearing. And still remain in this mess. You can carry including the community to wherever you want. And this sister, she, it's not like she has savings or whatever The man took everything. The sister, unflinching, serving God, joyfully, joyfully, in her poverty, her wisdom was working. This man that doesn't want to have the fa- doesn't want to look at the face of this girl. I'm telling you, he's one of the big boys in this country. After one year. He now brought a little child to the girl. That, Hold the girl. I'm going somewhere. The girl has been saying he want to come to you. He didn't want to see her before. But the lady has confirmed her, wit- her, her wisdom. Before. Before I met the lady. The wife of the man used to curse the lady. I used to cool her down. <laughs> you... When we are telling you this, the man brought is a confirmation of your wisdom. That you didn't continue whatever I wanted to continue with you. Hold my child. For, I can trust you with my child. I'm coming. 
He has many girlfriends. He brought this one. This one that he collected everything away from. And what God will do. Now, God has given the lady her own business. If you see the favor and the prime area, you see that's like God himself connecting the sister. Here, are you here at all? Yes. Yes. Why is it that people don't walk in this wisdom God is showing them? Because many people are driven by their livelihood and welfare, wellness, well-being than what the word of God says. Papa na no ma mi bi ma me di bi ko ekura. E mi jai na ndia me ende. Mi jai na me ende dey. You are not behaving yourself wisely. What are you doing with somebody's husband? Are you here? Did I say something bad? Hello? I shouldn't have said the story. Eh? That sister is blessed. Me, the pastor, the man threatened me. I was not afraid to lose his caliber. I was not afraid. And I walk in from my office down here. We were talking friendly talk. When I met the sister Krampuno, me share nukutupa. reinforced her belief. The mother, the father, they were not, you know, because this poverty is a major matter. But now, they respect her wisdom. Are you here? You are just wasting your life. There is wisdom for you. The sister allowed wisdom to enter her than stripes of canes for a fool. And recently I was, uh, the man was speaking to me and he said, hey, so your, your daughter, is she there? I said, she is there. I've given her, I've, there's an assignment I've given her. And I told the man, I said, hey, and yes, you see, I didn't check your bad dickness. Because I said, well, my kumi mugran, why else are you? I said, but, you know, pastor, no cry, no cry, yanka, no cry. About you and my mama respected the power. Yes. Nobody will respect you because you are not wise. All of them accepted David because he was wise. Even sinners can respect a wise sister, a wise brother when you make your wisdom evident that you are not foolish, you are wise. In business, you are wise. In ministry, you are wise. In marriage, you are what? Wise. In relationship, you are what? Wise. Julian, what do you think? Is it going? Yes. You have to be wise. Are you going to be wise? Yes. Yes. Wise. 
Nice bar. I have one more scripture. I'll put it in the fridge. Next time when we come, we'll microwave it and we'll start using it. Isn't it good? It's good, right? It's good for the evening. Are you blessed? Yes, wise. Just dealing wisely. Dealing wisely. Yes. My dealings are wise dealings. It's beautiful. Praise God. Please shall we rise. <laughs> you have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.